Hello and welcome to an unusual mini-episode of Pro Try News. I'm your one-time host for the night, Mark Matthews, and today I'm joined, against her will, by multiple Ironman champion, aka the wife, Katrina Matthews. Oh man, can't believe I've been dragged into this. So, this is a little interlude to say sorry to our regular listeners, we haven't recorded for almost two weeks now. Um, there's real life going on. Kyle's just bought himself a house, and not many people know he's also a referee for football, American football that is. Talbot's busy filming with Lionel at the velodrome. Uh, Pat's reliable-ish, and Chelsea's angry with the rest of us for being flakes, as she would call it. And um, she's always ready to go. So sorry, Chelsea. Sorry, everyone listening. Good news though, we will be back recording Sunday, this coming Sunday, and we'll cover uh, the big race this weekend, Ironman Mallorca. But to keep you tidied over, um, me and Kat are going to talk about Ironman Mallorca. But first, I will quickly canter through last weekend's races. So, Challenge Budva, uh, controversy galore. Magnus Ditlev has been given the win, eventually. Patrick Lang in second, Rudy Wilde third, and Niels Frombolt fourth. Um, in the women's race, very predictably, on good form, Lucy Hall took the win. Emma Billam in second, and... Els Weiser in third. Um, the women's race was pretty for f- form. Lucy Hall went up the road, stayed up the road, and she's running really well these days. Yeah, she's pretty she's pretty unbeatable across that challenge circuit at the moment, isn't she? So I assume she's racing again Challenge Mallorca, I think. Yeah, I think she's looking for that overall challenge prize, do we think? Yeah. And she's, she's been... got to be well up there. It's just hard, I think, because you get so many points for Roth with the challenge bonus. So I think she's probably having to work quite hard to get herself up the start. This I haven't looked at the bonus list yet, but... So we're straying into actual podcast territory oh, from, a, from a reluctant back out <laughs> from a reluctant cat here. We might get a full podcast. Um, what cat's alluding to is uh, challenge don't weight each race equally for their accumulated points total for the challenge prize. It's like forty grand at the end of the year, so it's worth having. They weight a lot towards their premier race in Roth. So if you win Roth, you bag a load of points, um, and then to to win that chance without doing Roth's quite hard. But men's race, before we move on from Budva, the controversy that's been talk of the town this week. Magnus Ditlev was destroying the race, having the race of his life. Um, it, I, it looked like a breakthrough performance. He's won races before, but performance-wise, it was magnificent. Um, however, towards the end of the run, he went the wrong way. And he missed a little loop that I believe he made up. And initially, he was given a five-minute penalty, which still gave him the win, by the way. That's how well he was doing. Uh, then he, about two hours later, he's disqualified. Um, when all this came out, it looks like the other pros rallied around him, showed support online. Um, lots of people posting that he was the rightful winner. Patrick in second said it didn't really feel like a win. Um, and they, they've even, by the sounds of it, offered some of their prize money up. Uh, Challenge have come to their senses and they've reinstated the five-minute penalty, which gives Magnus the win overall. The only thing that was left controversial is why he went wrong. And it sounds like he followed a lead bike on the run. Thoughts on that, Kat? Oh, it's so tough. I've I've followed a lead bike before because they've been in front of you. You've got no control over them. Obviously, they should sit behind you. I think that's been the rule for over a year, maybe more. So that's so they, the rule, isn't it? So they should sit behind you because otherwise there's advantage. To, and so I think fundamentally that was a problem rather than necessarily going the wrong way because you could argue that was a result of the, the primary problem. So I agree. I think I would have followed the bike if it was going a different way. I think... I mean, we've seen that a few times before. If there's a course director telling you to go one way, you follow you, it. You follow it. So it's I don't. I, and it's right that no one's putting blame on Delev. 
Yeah, absolutely. And I think Challenge have only come under some scrutiny because they disqualified and reinstated him. It's a delayed process. And they do have to follow the rules. And sometimes the bikers make a mistake. They get told one thing and they do another because they get excited in the crowd and they don't know the rules. I do, like in this current era with the PTO rankings though, that five minutes is massive in terms of the points for this race. So I I wonder how that will look. And I guess we won't know because we'll never know. We Yeah, we might be able to work it out when they come out with the um, perfect time. But then, of course, the perfect time will be different. Yeah, because, skewed because of his the five-minute delay. Yeah, yeah. So I wonder whether Torsten will be able to take that into account, but I don't see how. Interesting. Yeah, I've, I felt really sorry for him. And if, you've, if you haven't seen his latest post, um, read it. See how grateful he is to have received that win and the recognition he deserves. So, yeah, well played, Magnus. And then before we move on to the main event, Mallorca, I'll just run through Ironman Lanzarote 70.3. I'll run through it quickly because, to be honest with you, the podiums are very predictable. Daniel Backgaard won, unpredictably, actually quite close behind him, Mika Nut. And then uh, Thor Manston from uh, Denmark was in third, so two Vikings on the podium there. Um, Daniel Backgaard's an absolute weapon over the 70.3. Um, pretty consistent and unsurprising win. Surprised? No. Not at all. He's horrible to look at, though, Daniel. (laughs) Horrible. (laughs) And in the women's race, Anne Haug took the win uh, comfortably. Eight and a half minute win, which is a monster. Um, Nikki Bartlett was in second, Indy Lee third. I I know you won't. And Kaidi, who's a friend of ours from Estonia, in fourth. Um, I know you won't comment on the women's race probably, but I would have picked Indy over Nikki. I think on paper I'd have I'd have guessed Indy. So Nikki had a good race to take the win there. Uh, sorry, take second there. But Anne Haug was unstoppable. Yeah, I think that course was pretty unique. So um, it's pretty good. I, the field is actually not too bad at that top end. So it's really nice to see. I think Indy's probably got more to come um, from the middle distance, and I think maybe Nikki's focusing on the longer distance as well. So. But I don't think Anne got that many points for it, which was interesting. I think the run was really slow. I think it was much slower than people gave it credit for. Uh, they did say it was an extra 1.2k. Yeah. The, the athletes did. So, so Daniel Backgaard running 117. And um, I mean, Anna Haug again, she's less than three minutes behind the lead man. <laughs> That's pretty impressive. It's ridiculous, isn't it? <laughs> anyway, right. On to the main event for the weekend and why we're recording a quick pod for you. Uh, Ironman Mallorca. We've decided we had to get something out. Um, because the field is lit, I would There's describe. a hundred men on the start list. And um, we've tried to go through some of that. Like, we've started going through ticks and no's, ticks and no's, and there's loads of them. And uh, Yeah, there's a lot of ticks, aren't there? Yeah. So it could be a huge male start, um, which tends to mean an absolute draft fest, but it's a hilly course, um, which again means not drafting. So hopefully uh, the hills break up this and we get a good fair race. Um in the men's side, I'll canter through a bunch just to give you a flavour. So Cam Worth, Florian Anger, Jackson Laundry, Boris Stein, Leon Chevalier, Nicholas Chase, um, Christian Heinger, Bart Ehrnouts, Christian Hogan Hart, Arnold Guillo, William Menison, the French athlete who's come onto the scene, Boris Stein. I mean, it's ridiculous. It's a huge, huge field, which is indicative of COVID times. And we checked and they've all, they're all racing those names. Everyone we've named there is racing, which is... Amazing. Uh, outside of a world champs, as good as anything we've seen. And I seen. don't think any of them are Kona qualified, so they've still they've got two slots two, to qualify. Two slots, yeah. yeah, which there's across all the races now, but we'll cover that on Sunday on the full show. Oh. Oh. Um, pro females. Go on. 
Yeah, so you've got on the start list, you've got um, Sarah Spence, Jocelyn McCauley, Ruth Astor, Lisa Norden. You've got a few other girls who I'm not sure if they're racing. And then you've got uh, Fenella Language and Justin Mayhew who are. And then you've also got Laura Zimmerman who isn't racing, um, which I think could play into the into how it sort of turns out. So yeah, good field. There's There's a few other names on there. I'm not sure if they're racing or not, but I think that would be the top six or so named in front so how do we see the men's race playing out um it's hard one thing we've noticed is i don't understand how iron man allocate their big numbers big numbers (laughs) yeah you pointed this out to be the most dismatched or ill-matched Ironman start list bib number versus Torsten's rankings list. And versus what we would predict. Uh, You've got to feel a little bit sorry for Christian Hogan having just won an Ironman (laughs) in 39th. Bar Airnauts, former podium at Kona, have bib 42, mate. But Um, it's okay because Torsten's rightly put Christian up on the podium, so it's fine. uh, Well, all right, (laughs) BMC bias shining through here. So we expect Camworth to be racing because it's near to his home. He looks like he's on tape per week I've had a gander on Strava a tape per week is 245 ride for Cam today by the way and um, that's tape per week for Cam um, so I am going to have a punt I'm really I really don't know who's going to win this it would seem hard to bet against Camworth but uh, I'm going to take Christian Hogan out for another win I think he'll outrun Camworth and won't lose too much on the bike but in those mountains I'm probably going to be horribly wrong and that's just a bit of favouritism Camworth hits the podium along with Florian Anger I'm going to say Um, I don't think Nicholas Chase will hit the podium in his first race Um, I don't think uh, who else have we got Smales good lad but I don't think so Uh, Bart Ernouts I don't think so but this could be a really exciting race yeah I put um William Menison on on the podium with Christian and Florian, Bart and Boris fourth and fifth. What have you got against Cam? Don't know. <laughs> Ooh, it's, not it's, gone, it's not his day. He had a good race back a few Copenhagen. weeks ago. Copenhagen. He? He's been doing some cycling like, again. Yeah, I think I, I reckon he's dropped off the dropped off the wagon with his swim or something. I don't know. I love that. <laughs> You've you've already embraced the pro tri- the uh, pro try news. What just talk bullshit? Oh, <laughs> darling, you can't say that about our pod. Right, we've gone over ten minutes already. Women's oh race. Are you going to make predictions or are they too friendly of yours? I will go first to tee you up, and you can disagree or agree with me. Of course, me. you will. <laughs> uh, I think Lisa Norden wins. I think Jocelyn McCauley gets second. I think Fenella Language gets third. Um, Fenella language could do really well here. I think I think Fenella and Jocelyn could have a really good battle, and I feel like with Fenella in the shape that she's shown recently, she could have something special and come second, or even battle with Lisa Norden. Because Lisa Norden's run fell apart a little bit in Lake yeah. Placid, wasn't and it? And Fenella's had a good race, a slightly less good race, and now she will have learnt from that, and I reckon she could come up the up the podium a little bit there. And but, then. I'm Rude. backing. Also, I sorry. Go on. Well, Sarah Svens is obviously a very yeah. established athlete, but I don't think she's raced since March, and I'm not sure exactly why. I'm going to assume injury, but that might be unfair. But she came eighth in Daytona and then third in Dubai. So, and we know she's got the pedigree. So I feel like she's probably got the potential to step ahead of Ruth, knowing Ruth's um, psych 
running issues over the last couple of months, perhaps, that she's put on social yeah. media, but I don't know. But now, of course, now Ruth's fixed her bike. We hope to see... <laughs> Ruth's a friend of the pod. We hope to see Ruth go well here. For those that haven't seen it, go look back on her social media. Ruth put her bike together and managed to miss the top jockey wheel, and she rode around with the chain dropping straight off the cassette to the bottom jockey wheel. Um, I blame her partner, personally. Um <laughs> But do have a look for Ruth. Good luck to her. And uh, last one on um, Mallorca. Shout out to another friend of the pod, James Mitchell, not the photographer for the Tri-Nerds out there, for his first Ironman. Um, anything you want to add on Ironman Mallorca? Just that I'll be out there cheering everyone on. Yeah, cat's leaving me for a weekend <laughs> in the sun. Um, so yeah, come back on Sunday to join us. or we'll, we'll drop the pod on Monday, recording on Sunday. Back to usual weekly Pro Tri News. Thanks for being with us, folks. Thanks.